Hello and welcome to Face Off here on France 24. I am a Gaullist and I am a Christian. This is how the conservative candidate for the presidential election, François Fillon, defines himself. But by wearing his religion on his sleeve, the favorite for next May's election is entering uncharted territory for the deeply secular French political class. Also this week on the menu, the first of three debates within a week between the candidates for the socialist primary to designate their own presidential hopeful. With me to discuss those two items, Philip Turl from Radio France Internationale and Jean-Marc Gonin with the Figaro magazine. So by going on primetime television and claiming that he's not only a Gaullist but also a Christian, François Fillon was eager to explain that his presidential platform was not as free market oriented as its critics claim. But by putting forth his faith, he unleashed a wave of reactions all across the aisle. So let's first take a listen to François Fillon and then we'll discuss some reactions. I'm a Gaullist and furthermore a Christian. It means that I will never take a decision that would run counter to the respect of human dignity, the respect of the individual and solidarity. So this uh, declaration uh, was met uh, by lots of criticism from uh, all across the aisle, as I'd said. Here is what the former uh, prime minister, the former socialist prime minister, Manuel Valls, had to say in an interview with the daily Le Parisien, for the first time, a politician called his program Catholic. To call one's program Catholic, quote-unquote, goes against who we are. It creates division. This was a reaction from the left. Now let's take a listen uh, to a reaction from a center-right uh, candidate and uh, the leader of the far-right, Marine Le Pen. I am a believer. I'm not going to be offended by a statement of faith. But how could you mix politics and religion like this in such an inappropriate way? In France, as a matter of principle, we don't mix politics and religion. How are we going to fight community divisions if we go down that road? How are we going to protest against those who will go into politics in the name of religion, in the name of Islam? For example, if Mr. Fillon uses that kind of speech. Jean-Marc Conin, uh, unusual statement for a politician. This, he went on uh, the nightly newscast here in France, so he probably thought about this. Uh, is this maybe a risk when you see all the reaction, or is this maybe a new reality in France? Um, I doubt it could be a new reality. I think it's a kind of false step. Uh, as many of those politicians we've seen have, uh, have underlined, this is something that is very un-French, uh, even today, I think. And when you look at François Bayrou, who is, and he says it, a believer, he's never hidden his Catholic face, but he's never put it forward as a, an argument for, for, for campaigning to become, to get, to get a mandate. But François Fillon, I think, is a bit prisoner of his constituency in the sense that he won the primaries 
attracting to himself the uh, Catholic vote strongly. Um, when François Hollande a few years ago put forward the gay, the gay marriage uh, uh, law, uh, there was a, a huge protest from, from the ranks of, of, of French Catholics. And those people now are a kind of constituency. And uh, uh, Fillon was, uh, was intelligent enough to, to, to get these votes on his, on, his, uh, on his name. And that's how probably he won the primary. So he is a bit now prisoner of those votes. Do you agree, uh, Philippe, that uh, maybe uh, it's a way for Fillon to maybe solidify this uh, constituency, but he's taking a risk because it's a taboo in, in, in France, basically, uh, to say uh, I'm Catholic or I'm Jewish or I'm Muslim, and this is why I'm taking some policy decisions. I think you have to put this in a, in a wider perspective. There, there's two ways of looking at it. The first way is that, as Jean-Marc was saying, François Fillon won the support of the traditional Catholic community in France, and they all massively voted for him during the right-wing primaries last year, and he won those primaries to become the candidate for the right-wing Republican Party in the election, the presidential election in May. So that he, he has acquired that support from that part of, of, of French society, and I don't really think he has much to worry about because they'll all vote again for him during the presidential election. I think that... In this, if, if you look at that interview that he was doing on French television, he was asked at one moment because he's he's been losing a bit of steam in his presidential uh, uh, campaign um, because he's uh, said he's going to do away with uh, 500,000 civil servant jobs. He's going to increase VAT by 2%. And many people are saying, well, that was fine to say that during the primaries, but when he's actually running for a candidate in the election in France, that's going to seriously cheese off all those who didn't want to vote for him in the, in the right-wing primary. So he's going to have to backpedal a little bit or soften his stance. And he was saying, no, I'm not someone who's going to backpedal. I'm going to go ahead with what I said I'm going to do. I'm a Catholic uh, and I stand by my word. I think you can put it more in, into that uh, um, situation. The problem is that, as all the other politicians have rightly said, once you start saying, I'm a Catholic, you're going to seriously divide France, where you've got five or six million mu Muslims living here, the largest community in, in Europe. Um, and there's a large Jewish community as well, which is one of the biggest in Europe. So that's obviously not going to, to enchant those, those people to want to vote for François Fillon afterwards. Quickly, and not uh, only in, in, a, in a... I mean, in his own camp. Uh, Within his own people camp are, are shocked by the fact that he's put forward his... his right. uh, Someone his, was saying his, in his, his own camp today, if he says it again, then politically he is dead ahead of that presidential Well, maybe uh, there's also, Philip mentioned, the Muslim community. Maybe he's saying this because he's uh, fishing for far-right votes by saying, I I'm a Christian, this means uh, I'm going to be strong against radical Islam, for instance. Well, that's what he, not what he said. Again, he said, he said this in the context implied. of uh, being not that hard on, on poor people in the country. That's what he meant. Right. And the Catholic Church has always been a protective of, of weak people. That's, that was his point. But he might as well go uh, go the way you're, you're mentioning, Mark. He has not done it yet, but it might be a way to try to, to increase his support. But it's a very, very dangerous And one way. other thing which I think is also important is that François Fillon has never made any bones uh, uh, about the fact that he is a Catholic. And that's already worried a lot of people in France who were for, for example, same-sex marriage and are worried that if François Fillon becomes president, he might uh, try to uh, do away with subsidies for, for abortion and all those kinds of things. He said he wouldn't do it. He said he wouldn't do it. But with remarks like that on television, it still leaves There's uncertainty. There's still a doubt. Second item on the menu... Uh, uh, the primary, uh, the socialist uh, primary, will take a look at uh, a poll uh, taken recently in round one of this primary. There are seven candidates, but basically there are only four main candidates. Uh, the uh, outgoing prime minister, Manuel Valls, would arrive ahead in 
round one ahead of two of uh, François Hollande's former minister, Arnaud Montebourg and Benoît Hamon, uh, not very far, and another uh, former minister, Vincent Peillon, further down the lane. But in round two, that's the most interesting part of the poll, Arnaud Montebourg would win over uh, Manuel Valls. Jean-Marc Conin, it seems there's a, it's a wide open race. No one knows how many people will go and vote, and no one knows the winner. Yeah, the, the first point is, is important for those primaries. You don't the know turnout. how many the turnout. So those polls are, you, you, can, you can have doubts. We've seen it with the Conservative last year. So I think the Socialists, and the Socialists, it's even more of a doubt because, well, the head of the, the chairman of the party has said, I expect 2.5 million people coming to the, to the polls. But some, no some say, it won't. It, it will be one million, at most. So, this will change a lot because uh, uh, you have people who are really motivated, especially those uh, who are more radical on the left, are more motivated than those who, who would be there for for Manuel Valls. But in any case, the figures, as we see the, the numbers, as we've seen them, are uh, extremely worrying for Manuel Valls. He is the successor of, of François Hollande, in the sense that François Hollande gave up. So he represents the, uh, the line of the, uh, the governing, governing socialist, and he, he's not taking off. Right. And Arnaud Montebourg, who was a minister and who resigned, saying he disagreed with the so-called uh, pro-market policies of François Hollande, uh, is uh, gaining uh, some ground, as well as Benoît Hamon, who's also towards uh, the left. So uh, there's a real... Uh, possibility of a fight and maybe even a split for the socialists who are already in a very, very difficult position. Well, that's a bit of an understatement, unfortunately. The Socialist Party is sort of on its last legs and, and uh, whatever happens in these primaries, whether it's Arnaud Montbourg or Manuel Valls or even Benoit Hamon, none of those candidates has a chance of winning the presidential election orders. And I don't think any of those candidates even has a cat in hell's chance of getting into the second round of, of, of the voting. So that's, that's also another reason, <laughs> another reason that people won't turn out to, uh, to vote uh, in, yeah. in those primaries, because they say, well, who we vote for is not even going to stand a chance of, of winning the presidential election. Why would we want to go out and pay one euro on a Sunday to go and vote for a candidate who's going to lose? So the best case scenario is that one of those candidates, let's say Arnaud Montbour, wins the primary, he can get fourth or fifth position in the presidential election, which means he won't even get through to the second round. So what's going to happen to the Socialist Party? On one side, you have um, another former minister, Emmanuel Macron, who's running as an independent. On the other side, you have another former member of the Socialist Party, uh, who is Jean-Luc Mélenchon, who's also running as an independent. Mélenchon is on the far left, Emmanuel Macron is on the centre-right, uh, or the, 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 the centre-left, if you like. Um, so if... Um, People are going to vote for, for example, uh, Manuel Valls and he loses. Some of those voters will go off and give their, their votes to Emmanuel Macron. If people uh, vote for, um, for example, Arnaud Montbourg and he loses and it's Manuel Valls who wins, then no vote, those voters will go off and give their votes uh, to uh, Jean-Luc Mélenchon. So it's going to be virtually impossible for any of those candidates to win a substantial majority to have any chance of getting through to the second round of the election. And that poses a big question on the future of France's Socialist Party. Well, we'll see if that primary actually matters. We'll be following uh, the debates, uh, three debates within a week here on France 24, and we'll see you next week to discuss it.